This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Uvalde school police chief fired. Should have been done 89 days ago. We're not done. Pushback on Biden loan plan. When we borrow money, we ought to pay it back. Jury sides with Kobe Bryant's widow. First responders took gruesome photos and shared those photos. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup at an emotional school board meeting in Uvalde, Texas. Three months after the elementary school massacre, the school police chief Pete Arredondo was fired. As we hear from CBS's Janet Shamlian, he's the first official to lose his job over the law enforcement response that was labeled an abject failure. The Uvalde School Board meeting opened with anger and frustration. I have messages for PR and all the law enforcement that were there that date. Turn in your badge and step down. You don't deserve to wear one. As the board left to deliberate behind closed doors, <laughs> victims' family members shared their grief. We just want to fight for our children, and we want them to be remembered. We just want to stop being disappointed. Arredondo didn't show. His attorneys instead releasing a 17-page statement. It said no blame should be placed on Chief Arredondo for law enforcement's response to the shooting, and it described calls for his firing as a public lynching. The board fired Arredondo by unanimous vote Wednesday after more than an hour in closed session. For some, delayed justice was tainted by exhaustion and outrage. He should be fired automatic, no matter what, no pay, no new jobs, no nothing. Now to Washington, CBS's Nancy Cordes has the latest on the reaction to President Biden's plan to forgive millions in federal student debt. On college campuses from coast to coast, excitement spread so quickly, some student loan websites crashed. I've racked up a lot of debt, and it would be a huge financial blessing to get rid of at least even a little bit of that. The president's plan will forgive $10,000 worth of student debt for individuals making less than $125,000 a year or couples earning less than $250,000. People who got Pell Grants as low-income students could see their debt cut by $20,000. The move was hailed by progressives and slammed by Republicans. If you owe money, as challenging as it is, you have an obligation to pay it back. It is hurting people who paid off their own debts. What's being called a conceptual agreement is in place now to end the strike by teachers in Columbus, Ohio. 
Students will continue learning remotely the rest of this week with a planned switch to the classroom on Monday. It's expected federal prosecutors will today file a blacked-out version of the FBI affidavit that led to the search of former President Trump's Florida estate. It's not clear when a judge will make the redacted version public. A federal jury in Los Angeles County has reached a decision in a case brought by the late basketball star Kobe Bryant's widow. CBS's Steve Futterman. Vanessa Bryant had sued the county after pictures taken by a sheriff's deputy and firefighter at the Kobe Bryant crash site were shared with a number of people. She called it an invasion of privacy, which led to emotional distress. The jury agreed with her, awarding her $16 million. Vanessa Bryant was in the courtroom and cried as the verdict was announced. A second plaintiff, whose wife and daughter were killed in the crash, was awarded $15 million. Also in California, a state board is set to vote today on a plan that would call for all new vehicles sold in the state to be powered by electricity or hydrogen by the year 2035. Severin Borenstein is an energy economist at Cal Berkeley. The main impact is when California demonstrates these sorts of things can be done without damaging the economy so that other states and countries will take the same path. California is already running behind an effort to get 250,000 public charging stations up and running by 2025. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. At least 25 people, including children, were killed in an attack in Ukraine on the country's Independence Day. CBS's Deborah Pata. Russian missiles pummeled a railway station in the Dnipropetrovsk region. This is our life every day, said President Zelensky. This attack is how Russia prepared for this United Nations meeting. Zelensky was speaking to the Body Security Council where he urged them to take control of the situation at the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which has become a perilous front line. Now to Japan, where the country's national police chief has resigned over last month's assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Here at home, heavy rain and flash floods prompted evacuations and rescues in central Mississippi. The Weather Channel's Justin Michaels says it means a big cleanup for a lot of families. Dave and Ovis Crum just moved in two months ago. Our house burned March the 1st and we lost everything. So we bought this house and now it's, it's flooded. Flash flooding forced schools to close near Jackson and left drivers stranded in their cars. More than 40 residents at a nursing home were among those who had to be rushed to safety. There's a new analysis of Pfizer's COVID-19 pill. CBS's Linda Kenyon. Researchers looked at 190,000 COVID patients, 65 and older, and found Paxlovid reduced hospitalizations among that population by 75% when given shortly after infection. Those between the ages of 40 and 65 saw no measurable benefit. First Lady Jill Biden took that medication after a case of COVID and is now testing positive once again. It's considered a rebound case. The White House says she's not experiencing any symptoms. 
There's new information about an illness that raised concern for dog owners. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. Researchers at a Michigan State Diagnostic Lab confirm the mystery illness that's killed more than 30 dogs in northern Michigan is parvovirus. Officials still don't know why none of the canine victims tested positive for the virus, but records show they had not been fully vaccinated against it. In Middletown, Pennsylvania, the high school football season has been canceled as officials investigate a hazing incident allegedly involving team members. There is video the superintendent calls disturbing and upsetting. Police are also looking into it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The National Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame finally has a home. The small Mississippi Delta town of Marks will house the facility that will honor R&B musicians. The goal is to finish the National Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame in two or three years. More than 200 artists have been inducted since it was founded in 2013, including Ray Charles, B.B. King, and the Supremes. The R&B Hall of Fame's founder says the small town of Marks, Mississippi was chosen because it was the starting point for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s Poor People's Campaign in 1968, and the local cotton fields were where the roots of R&B were formed. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. There's newfound fame for 17-year-old Mac Rutherford. After a safe landing in Bulgaria, he became the youngest person to fly solo around the world. A five-month trip in an ultralight aircraft 34,000 miles, 221 hours of flying time. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker. The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder 
why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.